This is episode 15 of Don't Be a Scrub podcast. My name is Spartakanich, aka Verbose Mute on Xbox Live. My interviewing partner is Mutton, aka Muttonhead01 on Xbox Live and PSN. So unless you've been sleeping under a rock for the past fortnight and you actually missed Shadowloo Showdown 2, you missed one of Australia's largest fighting game tournaments ever to be held. A jam-packed two days of fighting game action with such names as Takedo, Margo, Gamer B, Umezono, MOV, Deshikin, RF, Micros, Gutex, and a whole bunch of other international players, Chocoblanca, Momochi, Kindevu, Urio, just names which have been synonymous throughout the fighting game world were in Melbourne for Shadowloo Showdown 2. And if you didn't happen to be in Melbourne for the week, I'm hoping that you actually caught the stream, which shattered last year's streaming numbers. We had over 13,000 people tune in over the two days, which is fantastic because personally I was a little bit worried that we, with East Coast Throwdown 3 being on, I thought that Spooky would actually scoop most of the numbers, but it's really great to see the international community also stepping up and showing their support for an event like Shadowloo. So I'd like to give a huge shout out to the Shadowloo guys for sitting down and organizing the events. Everybody who helped out on the day and during the entire week while the guests were down in Melbourne. People who drove, people who made the guests comfortable, and basically everyone who was involved in the project. I think you all deserve a huge pat on the back and a great thank you. Sure, there were some minor drawbacks. The reason the majority of those minor drawbacks happened was because we had there was such a huge turnout to the actual event. I mean, the Shadowloo guys were looking at about 160 entrants for Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, and they got 256, which is almost 100 more people. I believe, as I said it during the week, that almost every Xbox Live player and their mother decided to show up. The event was absolutely packed and a huge success. And once again, congratulations to everybody involved. This has actually put Australia on the map when it comes to fighting games to show that we are actually serious at what we're doing and that we can actually host something which is basically equivalent to a US major event. So coming off Shadowloo as a positive note, unfortunately I have some bad news and that is that this is going to be one of the last episodes of Don't Be A Scrub podcast for the time being. This is due to my real world life, believe it or not, I actually have one, catching up with me and certain responsibilities at work coming up. So I will be taking a short hiatus from the Melbourne fighting game community, which also means that the podcast is going to be going on hiatus for a little while. Before we go, I am still scheduled to go to Evo this year, and I will be trying to do as many interviews with some of the world's best Street Fighter players while I'm over there. Unfortunately, Mutton can't join me on this trip, but the chief stream team leader, Bugsimus, is joining me. So hopefully we'll be able to get some some great audio for you guys So once we come back. As well as I have also created a Twitter account, which I will be trying to post live updates as I'm following people at Evo. And my Twitter account is twitter.com slash verbose mute. That is verbose as in V-E-R-B-O-S-E-M-U-T-E, one word. Please follow me if you wish to find out what is going to be happening. So to finally end this long-winded intro, this interview was conducted on the last day before Micros and Gutex flew out. It was done quite late and I believe that both Micros and Gutex were actually coming down with something, so there is a fair bit of sniffling in the audio. But besides that, I think the interview went quite well. This interview, both Martin and I were looking forward to it ever since they were announced. Actually, we were planning on doing a Skype interview with them even before they were ever announced for Shadow of the Showdown 2, but we held off on it because once when they did get announced, we just said, well, we're just going to wait for them to come down and do it in person. And we hope you enjoyed the interview. This is Accessum from the X Report and Shadowloo.com. Keep listening to being a. <laughs> You're listening to oh, Don't Be a Scrub say. podcast. All right, all right, cut it out. You're listening to yeah. Don't Be a Scrub podcast. Stay hungry, stay salty. Stay hungry, stay salty, and continue listening. It's gonna be a lot of editing work. Yeah. Okay, welcome everyone. Today we are in 
the CQ Hotel. It's Shadowloo Showdown, God knows what day, but it's basically near the end of the event. Um, and we have two very special guests with us today, um, all the way from the other side of the world. Many people, definitely, definitely the people who've followed the fighting game community have heard of these two. And it's Micros and Gutex. What's going on, man? Thanks for having us. What's yeah. up, guys? Oh, thank you for coming down. No problem. Thank you for having us. Mm. All right. We'll just get right into it because yeah. we need to sleep. So <laughs> It's quite late, yeah. yeah. So who came up with the idea of CrossCon? That would be the man known as Gutex. Gutex? Uh, yeah. We were fortunate enough to uh, run into Machinima. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we walked right into their offices mm. by mistake. Mm. Not oh, really? a mistake, but by fate, <laughs> as it were. And uh, they spotted us and were like, hey, you want to do some uh, Super Street Fighter 4 videos? This was before uh, Super came out mm. uh, in April of 2010. Mm. We were like, uh, yeah, sure, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did some videos for them, and uh, over the course of the next several weeks, they realized, hey, these guys actually know what they're doing. And for some reason, people are actually watching these videos can't quite figure out why yeah so maybe uh if we bring them on board they might want to work with us right yeah so they i guess they said hey gutex come up with something (laughs) yeah so uh i was like hey mike you want to do the show which was uh what we had in mind the get-go they didn't know that we performed inception on them that is correct uh and can and planted the idea in their minds to give us our own show, mm-hmm. and so that's how oh, everything came about. about. Yeah, yeah. Right. awesome, awesome, awesome. Because mm. I actually remember seeing those videos, the machinima ones, mm-hmm. where you guys like I think you were playing DJ, DJ and yeah. T Hawk. That's right. Yeah, it's like uh, DJ. I'm gonna main DJ in this. Uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Do you like you know play like your these characters just like, as a lie just to get? Raise the hopes, people. Oh no, DJ is playable. <laughs> no, like I mean, you gotta keep in mind that was like day one. That was literally no. day. That was day that negative. Was, that was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and DJ seemed like a viable character, but lo and behold, we found out later he was a horrible character. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I've yeah, been saying yeah. that since day one. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Mm. Mm. So, so Mike Ross, what is a Gutex? What is a Gutex? Is it yeah. a G spot? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were doing I, video. You should see the look of expression on Gutex's face. I have not heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are so many Gutex walking around <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> I almost lost track to find out what the definition of a real Gutex is anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what's your definition of a Gutex? Uh, my definition is a person. Of great character, charisma, <laughs> yeah. integrity, I see, brute I see. strength. <laughs> I'm just waiting and, for that. And a, touch, and a touch of, you know, um, a tap to, to his inner child. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, anybody who can maintain those characteristics, I think, is closest to becoming a Gutex. A Gutex. <laughs> that is the best answer yeah, I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Gutex, when I played casuals with you back in Ali's house, I noticed that you were so serious, you had this look of focus on your face. You almost seemed like a different person. And then when I stuck on my hand to shake shake your hand, like you, you took like three seconds to realize it was my hand, and then you gave me a great handshake. But it really seems that when you play Street Fighter, you go to this different zone. Where are you in your mind when you play Street Fighter? I'm in the game. <laughs> in the game. You, you're in the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, you guys think it's a 2D game, yeah. but when he's playing his actual <laughs> 3D surround things going on, when he's at the lava stage, he's afraid yeah. he might get burned. That's right. When I'm at the lava stage, I think about episode 3 of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> think about how I was the chosen one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, when I play, it's, mm. uh, it's serious business, you know. Down mm. here, uh, one, of the, one of the things that I picked up since I've been here is the idea of playing a social character, mm-hmm. which uh, we would call in the States, like your, yeah, your secondary mm-hmm. or third character or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a foreign concept to me. Mm-hmm. You only know. play your main all the time. Mm, no, it's not that I only play my main all the time. It's that like I'm playing to win every single time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, this is not fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fun to an extent, but like, 
It's basically always serious business. It's business. It's, like, it's not a game. Especially when I watch other people play mm. and they're like laughing and talking. Like mm. when I play, I never really, I never really have that feeling and I'm not like making jokes. Like Mike does. You watch Mike play and mm. Mike is like having fun, making a conversation. Mm. But uh, I, 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 don't know. I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> but he still has his zone. Like he'll, he'll be laughing and joking but when shit gets real, he, oh, yeah, 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 he goes in his zone. But it's just that like he can transition and like, it seems like you're always in there. I don't have any of that. I don't know how to do any of that. No social. That's yeah. No, I got no social characters. Uh, I'm from. I played. I used to play Third Strike. Yeah. Mm. It's serious business, twenty four seven. All right. Mm. Fair enough. At CCH, I noticed that you know you would switch your tracks in between rounds, right? Your 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 music track. Oh, it's not that I switch my tracks. I just play the same one over and over. Oh, <laughs> so what is that? I have the tiger. Okay, <laughs> okay that was lame. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, lately, it's been Debrezd. Uh, by Daft Punk. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. okay. Actually, so speaking of serious business, I, was, I just recently watched I Got Next, and at the end of that, you were talking about you know how that you know you want Street Fighter was your current sort of job, you know. So, are you still having fun playing Street Fighter and what you're currently doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun involved. Most of the fun involved comes, you know. When uh, me and Mike are working on stuff, or when we're chilling out and plotting mm-hmm. and uh, figuring out what the next plan of attacks are, that's that's what I find fun. I mean, playing the game is fun, I guess. But uh, well, I can tell you that the fun for you struck back once AE came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like for some reason AE. When it first came out, I was playing in the arcade, like, I was just winning more mm. with Rose, not because Rose is any better, and mm. not because I'd been in a lab practicing, just mm. because for some reason, like, I was able to win more just doing what I was doing before. Mm. Uh, but now, yeah, I mean, it's fun, you know, playing is fun. I might be uh, picking up some new characters or something, so that's fun, I guess. Mm. But most of the fun comes from staying ahead of everyone else yeah. and uh, figuring out the next things that we're going to be doing yeah. because that's what I that's that's what I think about like you know some people think about like mm. frame traps yeah. and like counters and setups and shit like that I never yeah. think about any of that stuff all I think about is like all that stuff but in real life alright <laughs> no that makes sense yeah makes sense. plus in, in I got next you said that you know you don't want to do 9 to 5 you want to make this like Mm. You're nine to five. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, uh, clocking in is not something that I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of building a business. A business. Mm. And right now, you guys just got sponsored by Complexity, and you're in the, all the way across the world in Australia. I mean, do you think you've you're, you've accomplished your goal, or you're halfway there? I mean, mm. uh, well, no, half, <laughs> half halfway. Like I don't even think we're even God, like a not. <laughs> yeah. we're halfway. We're if we're halfway, there, if we're halfway there, I'm gonna kill myself right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, if um, we're like a tenth of the way, that then you're, you're good. So you feel like if you're we're a, like a, if, if honestly, we're like a of the the, way. thank mm. you know, like the, what I see the potential of us doing. Yeah. This is uh, the smallest fraction, you know, yeah. in the step forward. I mean, we've been doing this since 2008. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. And I think, you know, and me and Ryan, I can honestly tell that we linked up because we communicated on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, with only knowing each other for mm-hmm. like a couple months. weeks, <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah, you know, that's true. it's like we saw the big, like the big our, our, our big, yeah, our visions, you know, were very similar mm-hmm. and I don't see why we can't continue doing this stuff until like... Mm-hmm. You're Freaking old. My gray. face collapsed on the next contract I was about to sign. And that's <laughs> yeah. like that's where they're gonna have to arrange the funeral right after that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, we're not halfway there. So what, what do you see in the future? Mm. Put on your Nostradamus. What is the future? Nostradamus had. Oh, I can't say everything. Mm. Not because I don't see it, but mm. just because I don't want anybody else to get the ideas right and that's now. Fair <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. But uh, that's what I will say is that like we're you know as long. Mm. As the community mm. permits, we're going to keep going. Mm. You know, um, as long as opportunity is there, we're going to st- keep going with it. Mm-hmm. But we, all we can do is do everything in our power to make mm. sure that mm. things yeah, keep growing. 
Right. You know, there's no reason to go back, move backwards. We're only going to keep moving forward until we've reached the end of the road. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's that's why you guys are awake right now. It's past midnight doing 20 minutes interview with yeah, with <laughs> two one like nines from Australia. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, our our goal is growth. Mm. You know, growth as people, growth professionally, mm. growth financially. I mean, that's that's the way. Mm. That's the goal. So I mean, mm. as long as people like what we're doing and I don't even necessarily mean like us playing because mm. that is you know Second. I mean we could wake up tomorrow and be like this this is not the business anymore mm -hmm. but what we have mm. is not I don't really think it's dependent on us physically playing the game mm. Mm. so I mean as long as we can continue to uh, come up with cool ideas that mm. we like mm. and uh, execute them with the resources that we have mm. which continue to grow mm. I mean all the time mm. then uh, you know, we're just going to keep on going mm. so what is the what, what is a typical day in the life of a Gutex and Mike Ross wake up what do you guys do you go right to the studio mm. or what do you guys do it's better to not know that answer yeah <laughs> it's really better to not know that answer you know, I wake up every morning and wonder no 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 you've already said too much you've already said way too much <laughs> yeah. alright you've already said way too much uh, you don't want to hear that No, you guys are just, you know. So you'll break the myth, the shallow myth, the illusion. That's right. That you guys wake up in you know, like yeah. a hotel room with a girl on your left. Yeah, the Rolls Royce is parked outside that's, and that's waiting. Exactly that's what exactly what happens every day we wake up. We wake up. <laughs> yeah, because we don't wake up, look in the cabinet <laughs> or some Fruit Loops or whatever cereal you'll No, use. that's delivered straight. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's even yeah, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, day in the life is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> okay. You should see that look good they just gave me. We should have done this video, man. <laughs> nah, I was thinking about this and, and you know, Michael Jordan was the face of NBA for quite a while. You know, and you had Pele was the face of soccer. I mean, you two sort of remind me as the as a sort of a face to the fighting game community. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you, honestly, you didn't hesitate at all to answer that. Also. Well, it's like this, yeah. and this is giving away a huge secret. Mm. If we are the faces, which I think we are, mm. and a lot of people would disagree, but those people are just the ones that don't pay attention. Mm. The reason that that is is because, regardless of the fact of how we place in tournaments, mm. even though Mike has been doing very well for himself. Mm. Mm. None of that shit matters mm. because what matters is that we show up several times a week mm. in people's email, email inboxes, on their YouTube subscription mm. homepages, on Facebook, on Twitter. Mm. So we're constantly in people's heads mm. all the time. Everybody else that I can think of, no matter how great of a player they are, mm. only shows up maybe once a month mm. on a stream. Yeah. Therefore, mm. they are not in people's heads all the time like we are. Mm. Therefore, they are not the faces of Street Fighter. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's a good thing is to... Mike's <laughs> giving me a look. <laughs> like, you know, like that one. <laughs> no, but, but, no? It's, but it's true, though. Because it's true, man. We agree. Because I spend the majority <laughs> of my... <laughs> I spend the majority of my lunch hours either waiting or viewing, like, Marvelous Adventures. You know, it's, it's something like... It's like... It's really hard to describe because it's when I go to certain, you know, the information fighting game websites and I find, you know, that your show is on the immediate thing is that now I have something to do over lunchtime. Good. That's what, we, that's what we aim for. Yeah. We're trying to fill up people's lunch breaks. I wish we had a counter for the amount of man hours that, are, that have been wasted at people's jobs watching our stuff. I yeah. mean, any minute now, you know, with this plan that Gutex just mentioned, mm. you guys should be able to purchase your Gutex condoms at your local Yeah. He wants to be on your mind all day long. Finally, I can hear the Gutex. Gutex will be literally getting in that ass. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Mike, in casual chat you, you had Spider, you were mm. saying that you don't actually like people who come up to you and say they're fans of yours. You want to be respected more as a player rather than, you know, like... Well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned that. Mm. But, you know, uh, I've had people tell me, you know... Uh, 
to my face or online like hey mike i'm a big fan and like whenever i hear that it doesn't make sense to me mm. because i don't i don't believe it yeah. like i think they might even be a little bit confused by it because that's not me like that's not who i am yeah. i'm not a person of status or caliber to have fans mm. you know that belongs to nowadays lady gaga she yeah. has fans you know no like seriously yeah what i think these people are <clears throat> what i think are getting something mixed up is that may respect the way I play the game, you know, because when I got into it, I respected um, Viscant, you know, as a Marvel player, Duck Doe, Shady K, all these dudes. Like, I looked up to them as players. I never called my, considered myself a fan of them, you know. I just realized that they are gods of Marvel, you know, and I, I liked everything about it. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I get myself on a level to body these dudes. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to be just some low rate player. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, these people that come up to me and tell me the same thing, I, I get a feeling that that's the same mind state they have. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where the word fan derived from for Street Fighter. I don't think that's the right word to use. The same way with you, Gutex. Once there's enough people paying attention to something, then it's definitely, you have that fan mentality. Mm -hmm. The other thing that you could consider is that well what we do is basically mm. I mean for lack of a better word TV, mm. well, yeah, even, though, TV. even though it's on the internet and Doesn't it's produced it. by us but I mean it's basically <laughs> the same idea you sit down you watch two guys chit chat for a while mm -hmm. um, I mean I don't know uh, when people tell me they're fans I'm, I'm flattered I say thank you mm -hmm. uh, I don't really care about like any of that stuff I'm like well whatever like we work hard we've been doing this for a long time mm. if you've been if, if we make you laugh <laughs> on a consistent basis then like well I could see why <laughs> see why one would say that I mean okay. if I you know I definitely can think of several duos that make all forms of entertainment and if I saw them I would definitely consider myself fans I, I would consider myself a fan of theirs so so who has the best uppercut in Melbourne Ooh, Melbourne uh, being the home of I mean, cuts. yeah, I, you know, <clears throat> I discovered this only through the mirror match because I didn't believe that his uppercuts were that good. Yeah. We would have to belong to uh, Carnage. He's got the definitely has the best uppercuts. The yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he's got the best uppercuts hands down. That's that, that's a given. Yeah, Toxie's also got pretty good uppercuts. He's got some pretty good uppercuts. Mm -hmm. But he hasn't got the 50-50 game. <laughs> 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 the comedy, the comedy factor, right? Yeah. So, Gutex, you know, whenever these guys talk about my missus, you have this look of utter disgust on your face. One. My girlfriend. My oh, girlfriend. Your, yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have this look of utter disgust on your face. There yeah. it is. Yeah, there it is right now. So, <laughs> so, what is your advice for Street Fighter players and, you know, their girlfriends? Well, I guess you have to I'm set missing? up. Yeah, you got to set up. Yeah. yeah. You got to set up your. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I'm sitting here Please, somebody tell me like what's it. going on. Uh, basically, you know, I have a, I live with my girlfriend and she thinks that Street Fighter, she, all Street Fighter, everything related to Street Fighter should be a bun in hell. Yeah. <laughs> so what does that mean in terms of what she tells you to do? Basically, the more Street Fighter I do, the unhappier she gets. So what does that mean when you're hanging out playing Street Fighter at, at the Shadowloo compound? It means that the amount of, of you know, how much she puts out. Is, is decreased proportionally by the amount of time it's been doing this. By, for, uh, Here's by, the graph. Yeah, the graph, you know. So, <laughs> what is thing? so it's been a week here, right? So my birthday is coming out in a few months time. Can you imagine that? Yo, can you imagine that? Are you going to play this for her? No, uh, she no, doesn't even I know that we do this. away from, from, from the prying eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine the graph for that? <laughs> the top left, yeah, yo, you know. the top left, the top left is hours played, zero at zero. the top, and the bottom is ass. Straight declining graph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry about that. That isn't funny. That's reality. <laughs> that's I'm, what's funny about I'm, it. I'm not laughing at your misfortune. I'm sorry, dude. It's all right. So, yeah. I don't want to, I'm not going to answer that. All I'm going to say is this. Actually, I will answer. <laughs> I'll say, you know, I guess one creates their own happiness. Or hell. Or hell.
that's true. I mean, I created my own hell a long time ago, <laughs> and, I, and I realized. Would you like to elaborate? Oh gosh, and you know, uh, Gutex, of course, Has was it. the one that warned me about it, and I just whatever. You know, that's right. We could have been having this interview about. We could have been having this interview two years, like a year, two years ago, but I decided to test my chances with hell, and I I realized that I was. Only there because I put myself there. Mm. Now in heaven. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> not to get too personal, but right. But you know, I've been in like I was with a girl for an extended period of time, mm. and I would play Third Strike on Fridays and Saturday nights, mm. and we would go out on Sunday nights with our friends, mm. not because like just because it just happened to work out that way mm. and she would never give me any problems mm. because she knew that it was important to me even though this was like mm. years before Street Fighter 4 came mm. out but she I, I, I don't know she knew it was important therefore mm. if it was important to me she's not going to give me any problems mm. relationships that I've had since then have been basically like pretty similar mm. where like they would be supportive either because they know, hey, well, this is basically yeah. what I'm doing, yeah. like, for real on a high level, yeah. but also because it's important and maybe they're into it in a, in a small way yeah. as well. So the reason that it's funny to me yeah. is just because, like, I can't imagine putting up with somebody who is going to give me problems for doing what I wanted to, to do, Did whether you? it was playing Street Fighter or, yeah. like, being the best at like bass fishing or mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I got the fishing rod up for the DC for that game. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I got right. That. I got that. Yeah. So there you go. So it's mm. like when I see uh, significant others giving mm. their people, giving their significant others problems or static about mm. you know what they're doing, whether it's Street Fighter or some other form of hobby that mm. is not like. Detrimental. You know, to yeah, exactly. Health. Exactly. Oh. Then it's like, don't, like, don't bother me. Like, don't. Mm. It's funny in my head, so mm. I, I kind of like try to say things or make you think, like, mm. oh, like, why do I put up with this? Because mm. as Mike said, you create your own reality. Mm. Yeah. Mm. If she's giving you problems, it's only because you are giving yourself problems. Mm. I see what you're saying. Mm. I was going to say something just for all the YouTube comments, but I don't think it's appropriate. No, please go ahead. I'll... Nah, it's okay. We can keep going. <laughs> yeah, see, you're already looking at me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm curious. No, <laughs> I mean, see, you know, you're supposed to be high Jackie Chan and they think I'm gay Tiger Woods. But you mentioned about previous relationships and you mentioned a girl, so I'm supposed to say, you know, because Gutex plays Street Fighter mm-hmm. and I play Street Fighter, mm-hmm. I can tolerate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I did there? You see what I did there? The truth finally comes out. You see what I did there? That's why it works. It's awesome that you just mentioned it because yeah. Mike Ross. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you you know if you took Gutex to the prom, mm-hmm. where would you take him for dinner, and where would you take him afterwards? That is too easy. Mm. Like, seriously. I would first take him to Daikokia, ramen in downtown LA, or whatever. And afterwards, mm. hmm. He's going to love that ramen. Mm. He probably wouldn't want to play AE. Mm-hmm. This is on the prom night, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, since I am a gentleman, I'd have him return home to his parents. Oh. <laughs> oh, so who's buying the corsage? Ah, oh, jeez, oh, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, awesome, awesome. <laughs> you are a gentleman. Would you say it's fair to call you a Marvel 2 for life player or a lifer? Uh, no. No? It's not. It would have been fair to call me that, but, mm-hmm. you know... You know what? I, I don't know. I guess because I kind of stopped playing it, mm-hmm. you know, in 2008 for oh. Street Fighter 4. 
I think I'm needed to put one more year in there to say that I live and bleed it, because, mm-hmm. you know, that I would have been multitasking it. I mean, I did still enter tournaments, but I didn't really play it. However, would it be, it might be a fair statement to make when I see a Marvel, oh gosh, here's a prime example, this weekend, Shadowloo Showdown. Yeah. You guys realize I was playing RF and Marvel on the demo setup, and it only had six characters in there, and I was still in there, and I just wanted to body him? Does that mean I'm a Marvel player for life? I if think I still so. have that passion so. and intensity in me? Mm, I think so. Using Ruby Heart, Ryu, and Captain America? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. If you're playing Marvel 3, it's really just an extension of Marvel 2. So. Well, that was uh, literally my next question. Why do you hate Marvel 3 so much? I never said I hate Marvel 3. I actually <laughs> said that I love that game, and it's the best game ever made. <laughs> Shout out to Capcom. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Especially in Australia when it costs 110 To buy. To buy. Why does Marvel 3 cost $110 here? Because all yeah, games all cost games $110 cost to buy. Good. How can something so cheap? No, I mean, Marvel 3, I had to play it. I played Marvel 2 so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just so sad to see the game go that I'm just like holding on to my fragmented memories. Mm-hmm. Through Marvel Three, that's I'm sorry. I know it's depressing. No, that's why every time I play Marvel Three, that's why I'm crying. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I am exactly the same. It would kill you a little inside every time you play. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's depressing. I'm exactly the same with Street Fighter Four and Super Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets I it. Hate that game. Calm down. It's okay. I love Street Fighter Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to ask this question. So, how was it, Gutex, how was it to work on the Dr. Sub-Zero show? One of the pioneer podcasts. Working on the Dr. Sub-Zero show uh, was definitely, you know, one of the highlights. Uh, It's definitely, I was going to say, one of the highlights of, like, the the outside the game work that I've done. Uh, You know, Rockefeller was one of my, is one of my, you know, Urian heroes, like, I, I watched, I, I can tell you, I, I for sure, I watched uh, his combo videos on YouTube, and was, like, inspired to play Urian, so, and he's just so funny, so, um, hmm. you know, I, I told Arlith, um, I was like, hey, we should do, like, a podcast with this dude, because that was, like, right when I was fresh off of, uh, I still have a lot of recording equipment because I mm. used to record bands, but record mm. and produce bands back in the day. Mm. So, I mean, working on that stuff at the beginning was really fun uh, because what we were doing was fresh and different. You know, nobody would, I don't know, they had alphas and radio, but like, I wouldn't even consider that the same thing because like back in the day, podcasts were different and that was not something that everybody was doing, nor mm. was it something that everybody understood. Mm. So at the beginning, it was really fun, but at some point it got kind of tedious. Not because material, mm. not because I didn't enjoy working with the people, but just because the actual production of the whole thing mm. became really tiring for me. So mm. part of the, one of the reasons why it didn't work out. But doing that podcast, mm. producing that, and I mean, I guess I became a small part of the show, even though it was mostly like 80% about, you know, John but I would like chime in here and there. But that kind of prepared me to do the Street, the, the Dungeon video podcast mm-hmm. and then uh, the Street Fighter podcast after that, which then eventually, you know, I brought on, you know, guys like Mike and Edma and Combo Fiend and dudes like that, which then uh, at some point turned into uh, do events, videos, mm-hmm. and then finally Cross Counter. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the Ask Doctor Sub Zero show was kind of like the like the prototype. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like it's, it's, I mean, it was a long process. I mean, this was maybe like 2007, maybe even 2006. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But I mean, I'd been working on this type of material for like a long time, and and then uh, once I got the opportunity to do Cross Counter, and we were doing, you know, we, we mm-hmm. were doing video at that time, mm-hmm. but it started out. I mean, what we do on Cross Counter is not that different. It's like the spiritual successor to mm. the Doctor Sub Zero show and the Street Fighter, the Dungeon Video and Street Fighter podcast. Mm. So, how many email questions did you actually send into the show? 
Zero. All of those questions were 100% real. I wish I could come up with shit like that. <laughs> but John was a master. Amazing. Yeah. I'd love to meet him in person. He's his inspiration. Yeah. 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 John is ridiculously funny. Yeah. yeah. Your show and basically after watching Evo was one of the reasons why we're actually doing this. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, good. Hopefully other people out there were inspired as well. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where those episodes are anymore. I, I mean, I'm sure they're out there floating in the All in my hard drive. All in Good. Maybe we can like re-release them or something. Oh, definitely. Although I don't even know if anybody would find them funny because like Third Strike is not... Although the, the Third Strike coming out He's again, coming Third Strike is not yeah. relevant. Every what? Third Strike DLC should come with a box set of, you know, the Zero Show. <laughs> or yeah, well, free download of iTunes. Well, hey, tell Capcom. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of those people aren't even around anymore, so it doesn't even matter. But it was funny at the time, I guess, if you listen to the to the first episode all the way to episode, I if you know the like his- 11. If you know the history of the so-called community, it's still hilarious to this day. Right, yeah, but none of that stuff is like... There's no Wikipedia entry for SoCal <laughs> FFA Third Strike. <laughs> so how amazing is that guys like him and me exist that, you know, all the way across the world, we know what happened in freaking... That's, that is the power of the interwebs. If it mm. wasn't for the interwebs, there, we yeah. would not be sitting here in this room today. Nope. Um, it's still to me, like, I don't even know how to respond to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, it's good. I mean, it's definitely, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword at some point. Mm. Mm. But uh, it definitely allows people like us to, to do what we do, because if it weren't the internet, there's no way that we'd be able to do this. We would have, you know, like, mm. nine-to-fives or something, and we'd be doing something totally different. You do have a nine-to-five. I don't know why you keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's well, one that I clock into. Yeah, it's just not nine-to-five. It's more like... Three to ten, or something, you know. <laughs> Three to eleven, whatever. All right, all right. Mm. What do you guys think of Shadow Show? Did you have fun? <sighs> the event was amazing. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what I expected, but as soon as I walked in mm. the door, I was so glad that we came. I'm gonna tell you why, okay? Mm. Because Australians, you know, are filled with trolls. Australia. Yes. Yeah. Australia. Australia. <laughs> you know, the moment we got off the plane, they said we get eaten by koalas and stuff like that. <laughs> and that, you know, don't feed them or they'll rip mm-hmm. your hand off. You know, I believed all this stuff. Yeah. And then they said, you know, the venue mm-hmm. is, eh, you know, the venue is not that good. You know, it's not what we had hoped for or whatever. Mm-hmm. Me and Gutex walk inside the venue and are like, are you guys serious? Yeah, I mean, we got to the venue pretty late. There was already hundreds of people there. Yeah. We set up the stream, the projector. The I show. was like, this thing is amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. that on top of the player list mm-hmm. that was there, mm-hmm. like the best tournament I've been to. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we just came fresh from... CEO 2011 in Orlando and that was an amazing production as well mm-hmm. right and so you know knowing that this was like the second event mm-hmm. that you know the Shadow Loop guys had done it's like well yeah we exactly, how this exactly. especially with them downplaying yeah they downplayed uh, so much they kept trolling man yeah ridiculous it was, I mean, it was great I thought, I thought the event was absolutely amazing I had yeah. a great time yeah again like I said I think not only did that locate, not only was the location sick, but having all the international players mm-hmm. is something that nobody's ever done before. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how they managed to pull that off. I don't even care. Just do it again. <laughs> Just do it again. Yeah, I mean they definitely raised the bar mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the number of big name players that they were able to get to come down, mm-hmm. as well as the, the <clears throat> hospitality factor. So other major tournament organizers have definitely got to step up and take note. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see what they can work out in terms of getting in those uh, those big name international players. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you you guys feel like you leveled up, have, have getting an opportunity to play so many Japanese players. It was like yeah, one of the best experiences I've had. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people know. Well, not a lot. I'm sorry, I'm lying. A couple of people know mm-hmm. that I've been wanting to have a serious session in Street Fighter for a long time, mm-hmm. but I never just had the motivation. You know, that's yeah, different. It's different back at home. Yeah, you know. Very you get up to go play Street Fighter. I mean, heck, I don't even have AE downloaded mm-hmm. yet. I really don't. I know, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Whatever, and the moment I think about it, I just end up getting too lazy and end up getting distracted with another hobby or something, you know? Yeah, it's, it's way different being uh, in being at home in L.A. compared to uh, 
you know, when we travel. Mm. Mm. So who impressed you the most? The machine? Jeez. You know, I really don't know. I thought it was going to be Tokido and Mago in the yeah, finals. Yeah, That's what so, we So to see the machine, Punko, the machine, mm. the Korean people's champ, just basically run through everybody. Yeah. Was mm. awesome. That was clearly, yeah, like the yeah. highlight. I was, I was definitely cheering for him. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you know, Mike and I ran into Punko in... Uh, in the, at the uh, GameStop National Finals mm-hmm. in, in that 2009 in San right. Francisco. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was when, I mean, everybody was in a, a different position, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Punko, I think, really impressed me back then because he was he had really great execution. He was playing Ryu back then. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, I mean, Here's you know, there were like other people there, like there was like, international players there Mm -hmm. and you know Punko doesn't speak a lot of English Mm -hmm. but what he does that stuck out in my mind is that he makes the effort to uh, try to communicate with you Mm -hmm. and have a good time and I remember being at Keystone Mm -hmm. up in NorCal and just taking shots with that dude Mm -hmm. I might have some video of that somewhere Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. I remember having a, a great time with that guy and even though he was on stage uh, doing his thing versus Daigo and Justin, mm, yeah. he was still cool enough to uh, to hang out and party with us. I, I always remembered that, so it was it it was really cool for 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 me to see him, you know, do so well this weekend. Mm-hmm. He is the machine. Man got off a seventeen hour flight and played for twelve hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we call him the machine. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Man. Holy shit! I mean, not just Punko, right? Sien did so well. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was, Sien got top eight. Yeah, I was really glad to, to see Sien do well as well. Because well, when I met him was uh, DreamHack, uh, 2000, DreamHack Winter 2009 yes. in Sweden. Episode and, uh, 34. He what? Episode 34 of the Street Fighter 4 podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he came, I mean... <laughs> They flew him in from Singapore, mm-hmm. and he got second. He lost to Ryan Hart, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he definitely impressed everybody mm-hmm. that was over there. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that um, back then, DreamHack uh, didn't really have the exposure in the Street Fighter scene that mm-hmm. maybe it does now or would now, mm-hmm. because the scene was a lot smaller. So a lot of a lot of people that weren't there really didn't get, especially because they didn't uh, stream it. In the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the stream back then wasn't the same as it is now. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the people didn't really know about Sien. So a lot of people this weekend probably were unfamiliar with him. Mm-hmm. But I saw him run through everybody except Ryan Hart at mm-hmm. DreamHack. Mm-hmm. And and on top of that, he was a cool a cool guy, very humble. Mm-hmm. He's and he speaks English, which yeah. is Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. annoying. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool, right? I mean, like, we have Korea with a small community and Singapore with a small community. Not compared well, to I Japan. Don't think, or I don't America. think Singapore's got a small community. No. I mean, compared to you guys, you no, guys. they have Everybody's a large. They have a large community. Okay. They well, have for a sure, small... we're gonna find out. No, you guys are gonna find. Out. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out you know, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow we'll find out. But yeah. uh, what <sighs> I understand, they have a very large community, but mm. a small tournament community. Ah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still cool that these cubes can come out and body all the Japanese guys, right? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Japan's been bullying America mm. and the rest of the world for years now. Yeah. Almost 20 years. 20 years. Well, since 98, technically Alpha 3 when Daigo. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why I asked Yeah. So, yeah. good for them. No, definitely. And, and it's not just that. I think it's also due to all the technology that we have nowadays. Like YouTube videos are a hell of a lot easier to success. You know, you don't have to go to alt.sf.by. Of the news groups. Right, yeah. Information now about is, the game is way better than mm, it used to be. And it's a lot more free-flowing. We actually get up to, you know... I mean, to this morning we had a look at YouTube and there was already like 100, 150 Shadow Showdown stream, restream videos up mm. before we before the guys even started cutting any footage. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's an amazingly fast turnaround for everything. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, what was your favorite moment of Shadow Showdown? Mm. Oh, yeah, um... My favorite moment was doesn't have to be in the tournament. Mm. Could be before or after. Watching Punko win the grand mm. Yeah, because it looked like it, it. Yeah, I don't care what he says. His eyes were watering on that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, yeah, it's he like, worked hard. Yeah, yeah he worked really like, hard. He worked hard, but again, you know, when I see him chugging that Red Bull, mm. 
is I'm still thinking back to 2009 GameStop. Mm. You know, he and I hung out mm. with just his translator, mm. and I got to talk and, like, really get to know the guy mm. and to know how hard he works, and everybody yeah. saw that now, yeah, yeah. you know, as a player. And to see him on stage in GameStop mm. and lose to mm. everybody, right? Mm-hmm. When you know, like, we know how great of a player he is. Mm-hmm. But then it's like all the internet, you know, these dumb, yeah, dumb... so many things wrong with that tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's not even that. I mean, a lot of people were saying, why did the Shadowloo guys invite Punko out? He, he's just a fancy, you know, stylish player. He doesn't know how to play. <laughs> yeah, the stylish player that, that wins tournaments. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, he's just a fancy, stylish player mm-hmm. that wins tournaments. Well, no, I mean, this is basically his first international tournament mm-hmm. he's come out to. Yep. Uh, besides mm-hmm. GameStop. I mean, right. proper, proper tournament. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah, the GameStop one was an exhibition, mm. which was very cool. But, you know, it's like he just happened to lose against Daigo, Justin Wong, and EO. EO. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the world says, oh, he sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy, Punko sucks. Yeah. Punko this, Punko that. Okay. the truth. Yeah, exactly, because all those people would have done much better. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know, flying, uh-huh. exactly. flying straight from Korea to San Francisco mm-hmm. to play in front of 1,500 people when that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing has been on that magnitude. So now that he's used to the pressure, he goes and wins a tournament. Yeah. Hold that. Yeah, hold that. Hold that. And you know he gets serious when he takes his belt off. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going to whip. It's about love that. So, I mean, speaking of, you know, famous victories, a certain American yeah. beat Mago mm. in tournament for the first time ever, right? So, Gutex, how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I don't know. Yeah, well, actually, that would have been an accurate statement in Canada. That was yours. But oh, we're not going oh. to talk about that. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. You had him beat. But mm. I don't know. I don't want to. I fucked up my execution. Yeah. I don't know how I should I, feel about the Mago match right now. I feel pretty good. Should I? Yeah. I should feel pretty good. You should, man. You should see the stream blow up, man. Yeah. Dude. All right. It's another one of the. Mago. Yeah. It's another one. The tournament. Yeah. Another one. Double digits. digits. <laughs> yeah. I place higher than him. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, as people said or whatever, you know, uh, I think this already got compared to. Marn beating Daigo, yeah. right? Yeah. Except for you didn't call him free. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I didn't talk trash, but, you know, Ma- uh, Mago wanted to run it back in a money match, mm-hmm. first to five. Yeah, but we'll, and we played never, that. We'll, we'll never know what happened. Yeah, we mm-hmm. played that, and nobody's ever going to know what happened mm-hmm. because he requested there not be any evidence of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. So I can't tell you what happened yeah, in the run match. Ask, you're going to have to ask Mago what happened. Because yep. he, he wanted to play Sien and Mike. Mm-hmm. And requested that the matches not be recorded, even though mm-hmm. we were, even though he requested the matches, and we were record, we were going to do them in our room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's fine. They weren't recorded. Yeah, so, so you have to ask Mago what happened. Oh yeah, I won't tell you guys what happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess you know the stream monsters or in the forum people that hated on my victory mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have been happy at the results. Hmm. Definitely. I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't think anybody was happy with the results. Yeah, that's the best. You're right. I don't think yeah, right. I wasn't happy. You yeah. weren't happy. Yeah. Mago wasn't happy. Yep. Nobody yeah. in that room. Was Nobody happy. won. That's so, the best part. Yeah. yeah. That's the best part. Mm. Another hold that. Yeah. Brian, what was your favorite part of SS Two K Eleven? Well, since Mike already said Punko away, I'm not just gonna say watching Mike beat. <laughs> 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 That was definitely a nice. favorite. Nice. Mm. I mean, you know. You didn't jump the crowd. <laughs> but- no, because, you know, like, uh, that's another interesting thing. Yeah. Mm. You know. I'll tell you one yeah. thing. I think you just confirmed that you are the people's champion. Because mm. wherever you go, people always seem to cheer for you. The other thing I was going to say is, last year we ran Shadowloo Showdown, and we had a fairly hype final with Gamer B and Takeda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Takeda, right? But the sound levels in the hall got nowhere near when, nowhere, nowhere even close to when you beat Margot. Literally, my ears were hurting from you know how loud that was in that room. You know, I appreciate you know that obviously the mm. support. I, you know who who wouldn't? I don't know. You call me paranoid. Mm. You sleep with a gun under my pillow, mm. but I always wonder. It's like I gotta imagine. It's like you know maybe it won't last forever. 
Yeah. You know, pretty soon they're going to start hating me. You know, I try to do things every day to make sure people hate me, but it just doesn't seem to work. You it know? just backfires yeah. and they keep loving you. Yeah, I watch kids going down the street and I throw stuff at them and call them names. <laughs> you know, tell them that they're not going to be a fireman when they grow up. <laughs> Why would you be the patient? <laughs> yeah. I just try to, you know, but it's just, I don't know, for some reason it's not catching on yet. I got to try harder. You got to try harder. Mm-hmm. To be a troll. Yeah. But, yeah, so what was going through your mind when you sat down to play Marco? Uh, you know, I told a couple of people. Fortunately, one of the, my favorite attributes that I feel like I've developed mm. is I'm so over the mentality of, oh, gosh, he's mm. Marco, I'm going to lose. He's from Japan. He's the best Fei Long in the world. Yeah. He's God's garden, amazing player. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, in an arrogant way either what i mean by that is like what's gonna happen you're gonna win the match or you're gonna lose the match i you everybody's got to go with a goal my goal is to play correctly i've played every fei long in america you know well not not everyone but you know in tournaments Mm. and except in by the way i've never played him in a tournament but i haven't lost to the fei longs as long as i can play correctly in my match then why would i lose it's not simple you know so that's what, you know, I told people around me too, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do my thing. I've played mm-hmm. Fei Long before. I know it's Mago, but does he know it's me? So, so let's see what happens. There's only so much that you can do with a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not easier, but when you're playing a, a, a guy like Mago or one of these big name Japanese players, you know... That you're gonna, you know, you're playing somebody who's thinking and who's really good. Mm-hmm. So that automatically makes the match. It turns. It makes it a different match. Yeah, mm-hmm. like as opposed to if you're playing somebody who you don't know and who maybe you've heard is like really really good, but you've <laughs> never played them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a player who's coming out of nowhere or that you know they can surprise you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we saw that this weekend with uh, Shang Tsung from. Sydney mm. playing Tokido. Yeah, he yeah. should have won that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's. I would rather play somebody who I know is really good mm. than somebody who I'm like not quite sure what about. Good. Yeah, right. especially mm-hmm. in like. Just because you know, like, oh, well, Marvel's not going to do anything stupid. Yeah. Right. You know, like, <laughs> wake yeah. up Ultra. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm. all yeah. oh, completely, completely random. Who's your favorite wrestler and why? Because, you know, I've picked up on a correlation between Street Fighter <laughs> yeah. players. From the majority of the Street Fighter players are either NBA fans or, or, or they're really into wrestling. It's interesting. Uh, my favorite wrestler. Jeez. I've gone through faces. I've really loved HBK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Shawn yeah. Michaels was the best. I mean, I mm. thought he had the best song. Mm. <laughs> I thought he had the best finisher. The only guy that can sing his own theme song. That's so crazy. You know, I just you told me that not too long ago, and I did not know that he sang his own song. Sang his own song. Hmm. I did not know that either. See, yeah, yeah, I didn't think what? I'm cute. I know, that. I know I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Got that's him, look. isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Drives. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stop. But sing yeah. it, Mike. Does right. that not sound like him? <laughs> I'm gonna research that. Mm, yeah, um, you have but to find it out. I always thought it was him. Oh, I think you're lying. Then you have no proof. <laughs> I thought you had proof that you knew it was him. Yeah. Well, if we weren't in Australia, we could probably <laughs> get, without, get without access to the internet. internet. The yeah. biggest troll in Australia is the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll tell you who I hated. I never liked Goldust. Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, didn't like Goldust, but I did like Marlena. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 So Gutex, we already know your favorite, or do we? Uh, I had different phases as well. I guess when I was a kid, and mm. I uh, I really liked Ultimate Warrior. I actually like Ultimate Warrior more now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. As a kid, you know, I loved Hogan too. Mm. Had to like Hogan. I love that. I, I like Present Day Warrior more than I like. <laughs> Hogan. Prime oh, Warrior. Prime <laughs> well, is he in his prime now? <laughs> yeah, Warrior may be in his prime now. Right. But, uh, 
let's see who else. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Of course, yeah, you know, know one of. The, I mean, I think he's the greatest bad guy of all time mm. in wrestling. <laughs> you know, I want to jump in, and yeah, I got to mention this now. You know who I thought uh, was just a great bad guy? I mean, my favorite bad guy, and still is Vince McMahon. Yeah, oh, yes. I, agree, I don't know if I can call him... I'm calling him a wrestler. He's in the wrestling business. Yeah, yeah. He is my hands-down favorite. Yeah. That segment that where him and Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> oh, were feuding, yeah. and it that showed him best. working out, training, just to get ready to beat I hate Austin. I hate Austin. I hate Austin. I thought that was like the greatest thing ever. The hospital yeah. scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so good. Those are, those are very good days. Of wrestling mm-hmm. next to, you know, when we were super young, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The Hogan and Andre the Giant. Or, oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the next best phase with the Steve Austin, The Rock, Vince McMahon type mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So are you more like happy or more like terrified when The Rock and Austin are coming back? Is Steve Austin coming back? Is he back? I don't know. Uh, I know. I haven't been paying attention. The I Rock, mean, I think last I saw The Rock is back. It was his speech. His yeah. speech was godlike. Yeah, so his speech. <laughs> And I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I can't ever see myself getting back into wrestling mm-hmm. until, you know, I don't want to say something that crazy. Never mind. Go for it. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm getting my tubes tied tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Mike, if you could pick a nickname other than, you know, Mike Ross. What about street pussy? A nickname? Like I said, you know, I mean, never had a nickname in my life. Mm. I was never dubbed a nickname. Mm. I don't think I ever will get a, an mm. official nickname. I just have to go by my birth name. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's Mike, all I can go. Michelangelo Ross. Ah, you know, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard them all. And, you know, I just... Nothing sticks nothing, besides... Nothing sticks. Yeah. Nothing sticks, and I don't think anything ever can stick. I don't know, but people's champ seems to be sticking. Only Mike Ross can stick to Mike Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it as well. <laughs> Thank so, you. Thanks for that one. So should have done video. <laughs> so we asked everyone this, but so mm. who's your favorite AV idol? My, f- my favorite what? Adult video idol. Oh. All the amateur adult idols. Okay, here's my favorite. My favorite adult video idol is the easiest question of all time, and it's going to be an answer that none of you in a million years can guess. But I think you know who it is, Ryan. Who? It's um. Hold on, why can't I think of the name? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Give me a second, guys. The name really slipped my mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Um, anyways. Now, any comments that was on YouTube, I'm definitely going to get backlash for this. Mm. But my favorite adult video star is Brian Pumper. (laughs) 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 All right, now before you're like, what? (laughs) Something like, I'm just thinking of a six foot tall, hairy guy with really long 80s hair. Let me tell you, oh, no, 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 no. Let me tell you why Brian Pumper is my favorite, okay? Like, because this dude is like viewed as the most pathetic dude in the world he's recently started putting out nothing Mm. but like youtube videos Mm. the reality show of a life of a porn star Mm. or whatever and it will show him like really trying to hit on girls in real life and girls just like saying get away from me like you're just sick you know like he really thinks it's work like now he's not doing this to be funny Mm. like this guy really has a problem and doesn't realize it Mm. you know like it's just the best he tries to also be a rapper too and he made a diss song to jay-z and and the song is the most offensive song like i've ever heard (laughs) you guys gotta watch his videos like and you'll see what i'm talking about he's an absolute clown it's the best and and on that note i will add that i've actually never seen any of his actual work I've i've only seen i've only seen his youtube videos and people that that hear me say this and know will know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> we have never had such a detailed response. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that shows. That shows. You know, I did my research. Yeah. yeah. People give you know like, that's the most sincere answer. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well thought out answer. And the thing is, we didn't even give them the questions prehand. <laughs> it's all on the fly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? 
All the amateur. amateur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the nice PC response. I like it. Yeah. They're all. They're all. Stars. They're all good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I guess we're gonna wrap it up. With shout outs. First off, an obvious shout out to Australia, Melbourne, mm-hmm. for taking good care of myself and Gutex. Uh, you know, Shadowloo. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Gutex. whole Shadowloo scene. You know, you guys are good people. Mm-hmm. Definitely got to give a shout out to Sien mm-hmm. from Singapore. You know, for being such a super cool dude, mm-hmm. and you know, willing to work with myself and Gutex, try to help us get better at this game. That's right. Because we have a long, yeah, we have a long way to go. Um, who else? You know, I want to give a shout out to. I guess the people that still do clap for me when I win. <laughs> you know, uh, the people that do come up to us and want to, you know, maybe take a picture. Mm-hmm. Have me write my name on something of theirs. Random objects. Random objects. <laughs> so wait, you've signed a press, right? I have. And you haven't, right? Is that I have not. Did you sign any when you were here? No, I have not. <laughs> Do you have some for us to sign? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, good we got, we got plenty of guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do they count? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, please continue. Uh, sorry, I was, you know, you guys just make it so easy for me to just associate good times. Just go in. But I don't need to put his business out there on blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, just... Uh, shout outs to everybody who watches our stuff mm-hmm. on the interwebs. But uh, extra special shout outs to everybody who shares it on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's That really helps a lot. Shout outs to. I don't know. Shout out to those of you, to the people out there who are smart enough. To understand what it is that we're doing and what we're trying to build. Mm-hmm. I forgot. That's a pretty short list. Do we come? I watch like religiously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I understand where you guys are coming from. I mean, look, since 2008, I mean, but you actually did things like Barfa and some of the really revolutionary stuff <laughs> that yeah. has really, you know, sort of pushed and carried the scene. Um, in a lot of different interesting ways and I, I think, like to think so yeah definitely mm. and you know it's pioneers like Team Spooky yourself mm. um, even Mike doing the his MVC2 video recordings back in the day with the player cam yeah thank yeah. you and not too many people know about that stuff yeah um, you guys have done some really amazing work and I think a lot of that actually if people sit down and actually watch I Got Next a lot of that comes through but you, know, you just gotta look for it. Yeah, that'll be out pretty soon. The yeah. full length version. Oh, awesome. I can't wait for that. Awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, I guess that's gonna do it. Yeah. Um, thank you very much thank for you your time. Much, no problem. Thank you guys, and I uh, hope you Come back had as you. much fun doing this as we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always have fun. All right. Thanks thank so you. much. All right. Yes. Later. This is Boss Logic from Shadowloo.com. You're listening to Don't Be a Scrub podcast. Stay hungry, stay salty. Don't be with black muttons. So once again, I'd like to thank Mike Ross and Gutex for sitting down and doing the interview with us. So to wrap up this episode, unfortunately, this is going to be one of the last episodes I would like to say thank you to everyone who came down and said hello and who actually recognized both Mutton and my voice. And I didn't actually realize that we had this many listeners. We really appreciate you guys giving us feedback and actually supporting and listening to the show in these past 15 episodes. And we look forward to doing more episodes in the near future. Please bear with us while I figure out my real world problems. I look forward to bring coming back from Evo and giving you guys an Evo special episode. So, as always, stay hungry, stay salty, and thank you for listening. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end of our. Oh
Can you 